What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Robin E. Checking in on a brand new episode of Pillow Talk. And as always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in like you do. Make sure you subscribe to Pillow Talk streaming on all major platforms. I know it's been a minute. I've been slacking on my uploads. Life is crazy. I'm busy. Don't fight me. Bringing y'all another dope episode today with my boy, Machiavelli Seed, a.k.a. Elijah. Because if I know your government name, that is what I will call you. He came through the building definitely talking about his music and just reviving hip-hop and what it really means to be an artist. In addition to that, we got deep into Black culture and really just surviving in America as a Black person and how it's important for us to preserve our history. Shit got real deep, and I appreciate Elijah always keeping me on my toes. Keep listening. New episode dropping right now. <laughs> mobile bartending needs both public and private reach out to drinks galore they provide a wide range of package deals available on their website drinksgalore.com book drinks galore cheers and enjoy tap in with black creative productions a Black-owned media company focused at creating original and captivating media. From commercials to photo shoots to publications, we have all the tools that you need to build your business up. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Black Creative Productions to see all of the latest drops. Black Creative Productions, we are media. everybody robin e back in the building he in the purple room with it okay i'm so excited to have this guest let me just let me just tell y'all real quick because y'all don't even know so of course we got machiavelli c made it thank you for coming on pillow talk game thanks for having me of course now i've known this man all my life let me just throw that out there <laughs> my first friend known you since i was five years old and you've always been, you know, just a strong person overall. Always, you know, beat to your own drum. So you are an artist. You've been doing a lot of stuff, Elijah. I'm going to call you Elijah. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to call you Elijah. But you've been doing a lot of stuff. So for those that don't know you, you know, tell us where you're from. You know, kind of a little bit of how you got into music. All right. I'm from Waukegan, Illinois. We right in Waukegan right now. Shout out to everybody. Um... I got into music while well, I was always into writing. Um, and second grade, I did a talent show. I performed just the two of us. My first two favorite rappers was Will Smith and Lil Bow Wow. So before Lil Bow Wow was Will Smith. And, you know, a nigga was fatherless. So just the two of us that caught me. 
And so uh, I performed that performed that song. That was my first uh, performance I ever gave. And that was at Washington Elementary School. And so then um, fast forward to when high school was over with, hooping's over with, you know? So I was like, okay, I seen Tupac. And I guess I still had the writing ability. So once I was just listening to the game he was giving, I was able to write it out. And that's how the music happened. Thanks naturally just came up natural about you yeah. now let's get into the name why why that name Machiavelli C yes because I'm a Tupac believer so um Tupac said my name in the song keep your head up and uh I mean just a lot of Tupac songs like he got a song letter to my unborn so it's just real deep I believe in Tupac and so I was just like shit I'm the son of Tupac mm. you know Machiavelli C we plant seeds anyway so you know, I, I dug it. Okay. When, it. when it came to me, I was like, yeah, that's cool. So what was it about Tupac, really, that just, you know, touched you, connected you, really, and got you more in touch with your music? His relationship with his mom, and then um, his awareness to, okay, so I was under the spell of, it's like you don't think any of this bad shit exists because you think, you know, Dr. King freed us. Mm -hmm. So see, all the way up into uh, high school is over with. I was thinking, you know, it's no racism. I don't think I ever experienced any racism. And so um, I think uh, I forget what situations. I know when the Trayvon Martin situation happened, that hit me hard. And um, I forget how it just all came together. But all I know is how the things he was talking about, he wasn't talking about just no female. He wasn't talking about just money. He was talking about, you know, black people being free. And then he was saying Malcolm X name. So once I got into Malcolm X, I was really able to say more because I knew more. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And you definitely studied a lot about yeah. Malcolm X. Yeah. And you're always, you know, preaching about his teachings and just different things that you've learned. So as a black man, you know, why do you feel like it's important for us to know those types of things? It unite us. Nothing else is uniting us. Mm. And we need unity. Very, very bad. Going into the future. Because the world is opening up for all immigrants, especially, I mean, I mean, the West is the so-called, you know, um, powers that be as far as, uh, you know, colonizing, imperializing, which is, you know, uh, international colonizing. So, you know, they in cahoots with, you know, the other powers that be on this side of the world. So um, America you know, is they, they let those people, you know, come here and they just let anybody who's uh non African, they let them come here first and, you know, get benefits and you know, everything that blacks want, they give it to all the, you know, uh they peoples first. And so yeah. Facts. Facts. You ain't wrong. Unite us. You ain't wrong. We definitely ununited as hell right now. So I love that you preach a lot about that as well. So, I mean, you talk about that in your music, too. So do you feel like we're missing that right now in music, just having that substance? Yeah. I was just uh, telling my uh, protege, True C, like, you know, music ain't welcoming. You know, when you listen to, uh, like, it's certain artists I fuck with. Like, I fuck with uh, Quincy White. Nipsey put me on to some artists out in Cali. So Quincy White and Buddy, I follow them and listen to them. And, um, but... 
a lot of artists, they don't make they uh hood or they city, they don't make it welcoming. Like nigga, you know, come out here, yeah. let's, you know, link up, put our talent together, put our game together, you know what I'm saying? Cause like how Tupac said, he was all about uniting niggas to game white people to get the money. Not be game by white people to get the money. And I mm. think that's what is this generation and got, you know, mm. game fucked up. It's supposed mm. to come together and trick them for the money and not have them trick you for the money. Mm. So we back on tricking them for the money. Okay. Yeah. Okay, look, I'm like, you ain't wrong. <laughs> Shit, you ain't wrong. You supposed to learn how to play that game and do it to their ass. No, I, I fuck with that, though. I definitely love that. I love that. So you don't have any rappers right now that you really rock with, like, in the mainstream world that you really fuck with, that you feel like speaking some shit? Uh, you know what? My, uh, my playlist, I got that Apple Music on my phone, so I be listening to Apple Music. It's all, it's all 90s. Um, Facts. Yeah, it's all 90s. And Nipsey. You know, I got some Nipsey. I got Tupac. I got the 90s R&B, early 2000s R&B, and I got Bob Marley. So that's the playlist. That's the playlist. Yeah. Okay. Are you always in like a positive state as far as when you're making music or just, you know, creating? Or do you kind of have like those moments where you like shit's fucked up and Well yeah, when I'm happy. That's my wrote a song when I was happy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever wrote a song when I was happy. I, I think I, I wrote songs trying to impress people. Okay. That's right. As close as I came to writing a song being happy. But yeah, when I'm mad, I'll write a revolutionary track, say some shit to scare white folks. Um, What you call it? But one thing I learned is they kids, they kids love it. Mm. They kids love when you scare their parents. So uh, I take it back when, you know, white kids was, you know, telling, hipping they, you know, politician, you know, parents or parents that got, you know, them high positions of power. Yeah. Like the CB4, when the little white boy was chasing the bus, yeah. it's going to be me. We <laughs> white kids chasing <laughs> oh, everything. But, um, yeah. Facts, facts. Okay. Now, you've been performing. You've been working the circuit. I've been seeing you, but you've been performing for a while, though. Yeah. You definitely performing for a while. So when you started performing to like now, do you feel like you've grown a lot in the stage presence? Because mm -hmm. I know what I want. Every performance taught me something. Mm. And it taught me that I need to do my own shit. Mm. It taught me how to uh, put it together. Like it taught me, uh, okay, this is how you can have somebody open up. You want a headline. This is things you can do uh, through the show to give people your vibe before you really uh, perform to them to really let them feel your presence. You know, uh, one or you know, straight up. Um, and then just uh, networking with uh, people like yourself. You know, this is the new radio, so you know, radios used to throw big gems and all that. So. With the interviews, with the music, it's just to get, you know, the people that, you know, the ones I give interviews to to fuck with me and, you know, we throw some shows together. Because y'all got an audience, I got an audience. Yo, that's a hell of a show right there. Hey, yeah. Absolutely. So would you say your sound is, is revolutionary? Revolutionary. I got I got a uh, title. It's called Thug Flavor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thug Flavor. What's that about? Um, well, Thug, that's an acronym. My nigga Sean put me on that acronym. That's probably one thing about Tupac. I ain't never know. He hit me one day like, what what uh, the acronym for Thug is? I was like, I don't know. He said, true hero under God. I said, damn. That nigga Tupac was deep. Mm -hmm. So um, then flavor is just, you know, many flavors that's in the music. So it's not just revolutionary. It's soulful. You know, it's sensual, sexual. It's everything. 
It's all. It's emotional. It's a feel. Okay. Yeah. So what are you bringing to music right now you feel like it's missing? I'm bringing that real hardcore shit because, you know, I'm gang banging on. Um, I'm a rebel like everybody else privately. It's just I'm a rebel publicly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm bringing in the music. So, you know, everybody is banging on their own brother, man, and I'm banging on the other man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, shit. Elijah, y'all. Okay, Elijah. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's tapped in right now. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Shout out to my boy Jonathan. Okay. He tapped in. He said, Oh snap, I'm definitely tuned into this. Somebody else said, bring hip hop back. I'm with that. Yeah. Facts. Okay, the people fucking with you, Elijah. Yeah. As they should. Because you know, I studied this. Studied it, yo. And um, like all the all the experiences I went through, like when I first started, I used to rap on instrumentals, and shit, Lil Wayne was doing that. Wasn't nobody saying shit, but when Max. I started doing it, man, like you get sued and all this and all that. So, um, at first it was just Tupac joints, and my my closest homie, he was like, man, nigga, you can't even rap if it's not a Tupac beat. So it was just challenges. I, I didn't realize how much I was for challenges, and so. Um, that's what helped me start having range and start, you know, rapping on different instrumentals. And now I got some of my own beats. So now I'm just mixing it together. Niggas fucked up. They should have just been like, hell yeah, we fucking with that. But they want to constantly hate. And I always want to, you know, convert even a hater. Not that I really gave a fuck, mm -hmm. but just to show proof to myself, like, nigga, you know, you know, he full of shit, but, you know, he trying to, you know, test you, you know. Show how, you know, show him something that he didn't think you had. Because he wasn't saying that on no, I know you got something deeper. He was saying that on some thinking that was going to make you stop. Mm, that's true, though. Yeah. So have you always had uh, uh, people around you that have supported you? Or it's always, you know, it didn't happen until later, I should say. Young people in college. The, my first experience as a support was um, when I was attending CLC, this community college in Lake County. And um, it was actually a Mexican. I was with Jasmine Turner, yo. Shout out to right, shout out. We was um chilling, and this Mexican was like, uh, "You rap?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "Rap." That's so how I bust him a rhyme, and then he bust a rhyme, and he was like, "Man, yo, you raw." And so the college kids was fucking with it because I would start uh, rapping at their ass, you know, just being around them. And then, um, but the young kids, like when I was working at uh, spots like the uh, kids club. Um, rapping for like my daughter's cousins and even her and even my uh godmama kids like they was they they love the sound for one but it's not just the sound they can't understand what you're saying it's just it'll scare people if kids were saying some real shit i was just telling my homegirl that the music today is um it's not to um make uh niggas any money it's to get niggas to kill each other and they commit suicide and to fucking, you know, just get into drugs and, you know, just single out these women to call them bitches. Not, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, cause niggas don't be selling no records. Mm. For real, like niggas do not be selling. Like I was just watching uh, 
I shouldn't say her name, but Coyla Ray. <laughs> <laughs> she sold she sold eleven thousand records. You know what I'm saying? But she was saying how you know she had so many millions of streams, and I looked at her Instagram and she got like millions of followers. And I'm like, well, damn, how you ain't selling no? That's music? true though. Like, That's a sad number to have millions in that, and eleven thousand is what she sold. <laughs> So I just started seeing that, you know, honestly, you can't be scared to uh, tell your truth to your people. So I I, uh, I feel like I started off the right way because I was telling, you know, my people, my nigga Rebel, like, even when he wasn't fucking with it at, at the beginning, I was still always, you know, let him know, like, I'm still on this. You know what I'm saying? Then he came around. So um, that's, uh, I realized that. Um, with my with my niggas, some of them accepted it, some of them didn't. But give your truth to people, and is uh, the more you perform, go to different spots. You know what I'm saying? People will receive your truth, and you'll be shocked with what people receive your truth. But they they you know if you telling the truth, people will fuck with it. It really be me overthinking. Really, I be overthinking. You know, like people ain't gone. You know, they real into just looking fly and. This may sound like just hella abstract, and hell no, they be ready for it. They be loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's the goal music-wise for you? Do you still feel like you would be signed? Is that something that you want, or you would just stay independent? Staying independent forever, the Nip way. We just going to elevate, even what Nip did. So, like, um, Nip did a partnership with a label. We ain't going to do no partnership. You know what I'm saying? We don't need we don't no need. distribution deal, nothing like that. You know what? <clears throat> no, because you know I'm I'm really gonna have the people like I'm I'm for the people. So you know it's like everything gonna be independent because we doing it for the people. I ain't trying to get in really no white man spot. Mm -hmm. I ain't trying to get no award for it because really all the greats okay. never won an award. So for me to win an award, it'd be like a setup to me. I feel like. And uh, I be playing around saying shit like I would do certain things that would just make me get in trouble. So like if I did like get even nominated to an award show, I probably wouldn't show up and see that'll probably stand there. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you showing up and saying some shit on the on the mic, like they like cutting your shit off. Yeah. I'm I'm shy actually. Shit. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't think I could blow my cover at the Grammys. I feel like you could. I would do it off not appearing. I ain't there. Okay. Because that enough. really, they, they, they hate that shit. Like, look at that image that just sent to hella black kids that he don't give a fuck. And all this time, niggas been giving a fuck about the Grammys. And now you got this young nigga on some, I don't give a fuck about this. So that, I mean, that's really my attitude to really be a revolutionary over, overthrow and to change, you know what I'm saying, was, was always been. You know, you got to do things that's the opposite. And so, you know, like, yeah. Tupac never won no award, and that's the greatest rapper to me. So, you know, Nip ain't win no award, Bob Marley ain't win no award. Even um Little Richard, mm. he the architect of rock and roll. He was presenting awards mm -hmm. and didn't even win an award. That's true. So Facts. I look at myself like them, so I don't need no award. Facts. The people. Because I ain't even gonna lie, you know. The people is ultimately gonna be the ones to give me their money. So that's why I'm so for the people to have an idea of um, why to even give me your money, why mm -hmm. to come to the show, why to buy my music, 
You know what I'm saying? This is all uh, my. I feel like my movement is a propaganda for the black race. Mm. Hell yeah. Okay. Shit. We it's it's <laughs> it's real in the field. I want to take a moment to shout out shout out to y'all in the comments, D, because y'all y'all going crazy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Miss Rebecca. You always tap in. She said, "Yeah, the music today is not pushing knowledge." That's true as hell. Uh, Johnny said, "Definitely hearing the growth in your message." Word. So that that's that's deep for sure. Um. Rebecca said the music today is telling you to go kill, pop pills, and sell drugs. We need more positive influences in rap teaching unity and equality. Okay, I, I mean, we damn near got the Messiah right here, y'all. I mean, I got, that, I got that tattooed on me. I got that tattooed Messiah. on my head. Yeah. <laughs> we got the Messiah right here, though. But yeah, I mean, the people are definitely fucking with what you're saying. It's something that we need. And you being a young black man, it's refreshing to hear that shit. It really is. It really is. So you have a whole entourage, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that you brought in here. Tell me a little bit about how y'all all got connected and, and some of everybody that's here. All right. So Red from FG, that's the young homie. He may not uh, he may not show up, but um, he out here. Shout out to Red F, uh, from FG. So Red is the young homie. He like, you know, more than like five years younger than me. But uh, his Jero, this tattoo right here is... Uh, a brother named Jero. That's his big brother. His big brother was the first person I looked up to as a little nigga. And um, when I was in third grade, he was, you know, he transitioned. He was murdered. So, um, what you call it? Ulysses was a little baby. Now I just said his government damn red. He was a little baby. So, uh, what you call it? When, uh, like, 10 years passed, you know, he started rapping on his own. And I was just like, damn, because his brother was doing that. His brother inspired me to do it. And um, so then when he started doing it, I was like, damn. And so um, back then when he was in high school, I was out of high school. And so I'm thinking at that time I'm going to blow up and I'm like, man, yo, I'm going to be like Tupac. You're going to be like one of uh, like the outlaws and I'm going to be able to get you in the clubs. You're going to be underage. And that's how big I was thinking in my early 20s. But it ain't happened like that. But he kept grinding. And um, I kept grinding. And so now we, you know what I'm saying, fucking with each other as far as now. The time is right to where we can fuck with each other, do this music thing. And so when I started putting these shows together, he definitely going to be the young homie that's, you know, going to be at the uh, show doing his thing. And he got his crew with him. Then my nigga Rebel, we go all the way back to um, shit, our moms being friends, you know what I'm saying? And um, hooping, you know what I'm saying? Deep nigga. And then my homegirl, True C. Shit, I met True C about four years ago, and um, she a rider, you know. I uh told her my idea. She she tattooed, so she did my tattoos. Okay. So all my tattoos had you know a meaning, and you know she would she would just be real, you know, in tune, and she would be you know supportive of it all. And I was just like, you know, you should be down. And you know, she was like, for sure. So yeah. So this your tribe. This is your group. Your your people. Yeah. These the uh ones is building with me, ground up. Facts. I love it. I love it. Everybody seem like they click in and they get along good. Y'all got a nice repertoire with each other for sure. Yeah. So are you kind of like a guy for them or like what's the like type of dynamic y'all have? Definitely. You know, they uh I'm the guy. I'm the uh I'm the leader. They, they definitely hold me down as far as, you know, like, they inspire me. 
know, because True see artists and um Rebel, he do he he do spoken word, but you know, rapping, when you real good at it, anybody that, you know, got a flow, you pick up on. So Rebel just off his spoken word, his flow and his spoken word, I didn't grab, I didn't, you know, took his flow on and put it on some of my tracks. Mm. I'm like, yeah. Okay. That'd be the biggest thing in rap. You want to always stay fresh with a, a flow. You don't always want to change your flow, but you do want to show people like I got different type flows. Yeah. Thanks. We gotta we gotta treat y'all because he he got the gang in here and they're gonna bless the mic. They're gonna bless the pillow talk mic. So I'm definitely excited to hear the spoken word and from both of them. So let's take a moment real quick. Let them get situated. Make sure y'all keep watching, okay? Because this is definitely definitely finna be that. Rebel, come on, man. All right, y'all. So we we got Rebel, Rebel in the building. Rebel boy, how y'all doing, man? Yes, yes. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How you doing, so I do want to, you know, ask you a little bit about yourself. You know, kind of where you're from, how you kind of got started into spoken word. Okay, um, I go by Rebel Boy. It's an acronym. Really stands for risk everything. Basically, even life betting on yourself. You get what I'm saying? Right. So. Um, yeah, as far as me and the writing goes, um, my mom passed away when I was young, you know what I'm saying? And so as far as that, you know, pick up a notepad and a pen, make sure I don't break down, just start writing. And, you know, that evolved and kept maturing and got to where we are now. Yes. Okay. I love it. I love it. Now, can you give us a little detail about what you're going to spit for us today? Um, yeah, no problem. Um, basically what I do is spoken word. I don't label it as rap. I label it as spoken word, whether it's on a beat or acapella. Um, basically, that spoken word basically involves the pain I don't went through when I was younger. Okay. Um, a lot of lost loved ones, you know what I'm saying? And then it, uh, other than that, it goes for those who's under the poverty line. You know, our people, you know, the ones we represent, the ones we, where we come from, the yeah. same thing we do, the same thing we grow up, the same things we ate, the same schools we went to. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We was them kids at one point in time. No matter what they aspiring to be, no matter what they want to be in life, you know what I'm saying? It's our job to mold them, you know what I'm saying? Push them in the right direction. And so with that being said, whether <clears throat> whether whether whatever the platform is, mm -hmm. use it to your advantage. And if if the spoken word or writing is going to be my platform, then I, I'm gonna use it. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna use it to my okay. full advantage. Absolutely, we love that. We love that. Absolutely, absolutely. Now I'm ready. I'm excited. Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. You want me to go now? Yeah, whenever you're ready. All right. Um. <clears throat> Life is a long journey. 
and I just pulled up to the intersection. It got me thinking to myself, am I moving me and my family in the right direction? Believing in God, they told me it was supposed to be our connection and send us protection, but when I look at the reflection of my color complexion, I can't help but feel I'm just part of a section classified as human put in a dark collection, stored away on earth with his otherworldly possessions. But I don't know about y'all, I'm happy I'm black. I feel we the number one draft selection. But this America, so you do know they consider us a defection and they think we move with aggression. So anything you and I or our kids ever do in life, it will always be in question. My mother told me if I ever have a kid, take that as a blessing. Get you a bride or somewhere to reside because your wife helps stop your stress and start your progression. See, <clears throat> you can't change this life that you was born into. You know, the one that God has given. But you can change this present day life that you live in. So for your past mistakes, I hope that you're forgiven. But you also got to learn from those mistakes because, you know, life is all about knowledge, progress, opportunity, unity and building. But you got to be careful how you move for you end up in prison, lost in the system. They'll play you as the victim. This is America. Us as blacks really don't fit in. <clears throat> yeah, in some cases, you got some of us who make our own decisions, but we all need to work on ourselves to get to a spot to get this next black man a position. Why don't you talk to the youth? Tell them how you got through the struggle. Teach them how to hustle so they can fix their own food, feed their own fam, be their own man, and be their own muscle. Why don't you show these kids how to progress, evolve, and adapt? Because at the end of the day, when they die, they're still going to be black. That's a fact we can't change out to a dismiss. So all my brothers and sisters in support of this, go ahead, raise that right fist. Again, I go by Rebel Boy, stand for risk everything, basically even life, betting on yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. What? Okay, what? <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity, yes, by the way. Um, um, on Instagram is Rebel Boy. The E's are threes. Rebel.boy on Instagram. And uh, on TikTok, it's uh, two braids, one beard. Look for all the poems coming up, y'all. Yes. Yeah. What, one more again. One more again. <laughs> one more again. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. I appreciate it. I appreciate Absolutely. the opportunity from you. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity from Machiavelli C. He the one who let me let me to this i didn't even know i was gonna get on here today but i welcome the opportunity man it's a beautiful thing you're doing so i appreciate thank it thank you I support it. yes your words i'm like we're gonna have to run that back soon but that's <laughs> i love that i love that thank you so much for that i, I appreciate love that. it i appreciate make sure y'all keep watching we got another feature coming on y'all don't want to miss this rebel shit. boy y'all y'all don't want to miss this shit. building for me that was amazing now we have another amazing guest that's about to do a nice nice spoken word as well for us freestyle it's a freestyle freestyle okay rap. yes <laughs> well definitely introduce yourself for us my name is zuri aka true c 
Yes. Okay, Miss Trucy. And where are you from? I am from Chicago. Um, okay. Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay, <laughs> yeah, born yeah. And raised from Chicago. So have you always been doing, you know, spoken word kind of rap? Like um, no. I'm a I'm an artist, like I draw. Okay. But I love anything art, anything music, so and I'm followed all the truth. So nice. Absolutely. Okay. Well tell us a little bit about what you're gonna recite for us today. Um, man, the only thing I can say about it is it's real. That. It's just the truth, and it's that's that's how it's gonna go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever you're ready, go ahead and tell us that real shit. All right, all right, all right. Uh, all right. So, whatever they say that it is, I'ma switch it up. Pro black African facts is what fills me up. Money comes, but the money don't make me come. It don't make me vote. It don't make me dumb. I believe in all my sisters, but tell me this: Who am I with a man? Who am I without a man with, a, with the kid? I'm sorry, I messed up. That's okay. That's all right. Let me start over. Go ahead. Let me start over. Yeah. Forget all of that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry, my nerves. Okay, so I'm gonna start over. Whatever they say that it is, I'm gonna switch it up. Pro black African facts is what fills me up. Money comes, but the money don't make me come. It don't make me vote. It don't make me dumb. I believe in all my sisters, but tell me this. Who am I with no man and a kid? He gives a human son, black of skin, victimized and hunted by the you-know-who. So like his daddy, he thugging. True C is a real one. Good looks with the mind that don't fear none. New age. Panthers is half of me. 50% owner of this leg. The seed with Machiavelli seed. No part-time and getting all I need. Cause it comes with the test. Achieving success is a whole lot of stress. New mess. So before anything above all, what's true to me is I believe in black unity. I keep faith in me, knowing my history. Blue lives don't matter, just black and green. Yeah. What? Yes! 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 Y'all. Okay. We we got fire in the building. Yes. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, y'all. Don't don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere, y'all. Don't go nowhere. Yes, that was amazing. Let's switch it out. Okay, you did your thing. You gotta edit that part out. Yeah. You did your thing. You did your thing. Okay, so they're both a part of your organization, your group, New I should say. New Age Panthers. Rebel and True C. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to them one more time because that was amazing. That's the type of type of shit we need to hear right now. I'm loving it. The people were loving it. Yeah. Claps all the way around. Claps all the way around. All the way around. Are we gonna get a freestyle from you, Elaine? Yeah, yeah. Since my homies did their thing. Okay, it's only right. You know that you bust the mic. So check it. It used to all be a dream, but that dream was a scheme. 
Just look at the ways of today. All money is made buying into make believe. Don't talk about the 60s. Just glamorize the 80s. Stay stuck in the time from the image to the rhyme of your soul's demise and crack babies. It ain't sad. It's the truth. They out killing black youth. Old cracking motherfuckers making hits and black folks walking around the clock and then with no fucking clue. Black power is a face. White power is the race. You better peep the game before you feel ashamed when your child looks at you with disgrace. Miseducation is deep from the school to the church. And the streets don't love unless your only love is to hurt. Don't fear the truth. That's how you lose the youth. If it wasn't for Pac and Malcolm X, my people would have lost me too. Mm. <laughs> Look, you was ready. You had you was ready to go yeah. that. Yes, there's always Elijah, always, always doing his thing. I love that. I love that for sure. I love that. Now, I do want to real quick touch on you. You've been posting some pictures of drawings that kids have been giving you. Um, you work with a lot of kids yeah. right now. So, you know, how does it feel to be able to have that type of effect on children? You know what? It feel the feeling I be thinking I'm going to feel when I guess, you know, People recognize my face, you know, that's the feeling I get being around kids because every day is Mr. Elijah, Mr. Eli or Elijah. And, you know, it'd be all good because I, I just look at it as, you know, they either see me as, you know, um, a friend, meaning, you know, like how when we was young, they don't look at me as a friend of their peer. They look at me as like, you know, a friend that's older who they could trust or they look at me as a family member. You know what I'm saying? Because. <laughs> I know them white kids, like, uh, they be shocked by me, you know, when I talk how I talk. And I know, you know, they probably look at me like a family member because, you know, how I'm talking about their parents is how they hear their parents talk about us. You know what I'm saying? So they probably be like, man, I like this. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's all good working with uh, kids because um, they show that, um, yeah, adults be lying and because um, kids can work together. So for them to grow up and then just start shooting at each other yeah. and goddamn, you know, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up because they really can't work together. And you mentioned, too, how racism is taught. Yeah. You know, kids don't see color at a young age or mm -hmm. something you posted. I feel like that was deep. They do see color mm -hmm. on the low, mm -hmm. but they see it in the way that I was taught that uh, white people once saw black so like i experienced white girls telling um this particular dark skin like yo you just so beautiful oh my god you're just so freaking pretty and i was just like wow like i hadn't experienced that um in real life i had just saw it when i had watched hidden colors that little fun fact of white women and white girls once worshiping black women and black girls and so when i seen that i said uh oh yo and you know the black you know the black girl she ain't think nothing of it only because she's not taught, like, and, you know, it's fucked up because, you know, with all the fucked up shit that's happening, you would think that, you know what I'm saying, when, you know, uh, I, I guess our kids are just, you know, you see just how unaware they are because then you would know how to uh, take the compliment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If, like, the kids were aware of just all the uh, shit that they up against, you know what I'm saying, being informed with what's going on in the news and all types of news. You got YouTube news, you got all types of social media news, the newspaper news coming from everywhere yeah. so if they just was more aware then you know what i'm saying they will understand the shit that they be hearing around them and the compliments they be giving so you don't feel like they're aware no uh, 
It's like what uh, that uh, comedian subject then Tanner once said, if cool had a value, niggas would be paid. Mm. It's, it's just, it's a whole bunch of just be cool, be cool. And that's why I be saying like slang banging because words have power. You know what I'm saying? So it's like slang banging is cool, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, we didn't did that. Let's, let's, let's start knowing what these English words mean because another thing I peeped, you know, um, we don't just have the white man's language, you know, we got his accent mm. from everywhere, from the north to the south, you know, to Jamaica, you know, anywhere on the west where some black and white, you know, black people in London sound like them white. So to have, you know, his accent, we don't really know his English. We we may try to imitate and repeat what we think we've heard uh, them say, you know, uh, um, in our in our everyday life or meaning like in, um having contact with them or what we how we see them talk on you know television and shit but have a dictionary dictionary is very powerful even words you think you may know the meaning too just uh look that word up and you'll be shocked you know what the meaning of that word is because you know i feel like that's what make black kids disinterested in school mo uh, most specifically young black males because it just all it takes is for one word to just throw off the whole sentence. They may have been following along, and then you said one word, and it just threw them all the way off. So they're like, "This shit boring." Mm. It's not really boring. It's just you not understanding what's being said because you don't have no dictionary. And if they had a dictionary, they'd be able to talk that real good shit back to the teacher, and mm -hmm. not just like shut the fuck up. Yeah, they'll be able to say like, "Oh my goodness, you are teaching us about killing." I <laughs> damn. Like, how can y'all be talking about how we such animals and, you know, you talk all this bad shit about the hood and these lessons, now that I know, you know, the words that you're using, you're just using fancy words for invasion, Facts. trickery, you know what I'm saying? Like, killing, they teach these kids nothing but violence, and then they be like, these kids is crazy. Mm -hmm. You teaching them nothing but violence, all mm -hmm. your history, you teach them your history. Your history is violent, and the kids, it's so funny how many adults I've come across, white ones too, that, you know, just point the finger at the children, like, aren't they just getting worse? Well, that mean your old ass exactly. is getting worse. Because they innocent to me. Mm -hmm. If you, I mean, because the, the school is just too, it's too long in hours, and it's too long in months, so mm -hmm. they should start rebelling when it's getting to, like, May. And these last three months, yeah, I was laughing. Them teachers was having anxiety. Kids giving adults anxiety. That's funny as hell. Mm. Funny as hell. They need breaks from the kids. <laughs> that is sad, though. I mean, and we are the new, you know, leaders. We have to be the new elders in a sense. So we're supposed to be instilling things in the kids. How how do we, you know, break that bridge right now of this right here? Because kids doing it. Be gang of kids. They just got out of school. <laughs> They've been asking me, Mr. Elijah, when is your interview? So... Yo, my daughter, when I uh, start doing like little freestyles and putting them up on TikTok, I uh, showed my daughter, man, she sent them to a, a, a couple of her little friends. Shout out to my daughter, Lisa, and her homegirls, uh, Lonnie and Nehemiah. Man, yo, I had like 300 views on the uh, video like that day. And I knew it came from kids. It didn't come from my peers. It didn't come, mm. by, it didn't come from nobody older. Like the youth, they word of mouth was powerful. I told some sixth graders. Cause I was about to make a move from uh, the school. I was about to go into some landscaping just, you know, for the money. And I felt wrong. Cause I was like, 
I was like, man, I could use that money, but shit, I ain't gonna cap. I was like, it was some HGTV shit. Planting is planting, growing is growing. My ass thought planting meant growing, but no, it means planting. So we was just taking shit that's already <laughs> grew. Hell no, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> so I, I, I hopped back into school and um, they took me back. So I was hella thankful. So the kids come up to me, where you been? I said, I was kidnapped. I told some sixth graders that. <laughs> <laughs> so that. some eighth graders, they on their way to class. It's like, Mr. Elijah, where you been? And don't tell us you was kidnapped. <laughs> I'm like, word of mouth, man, that mother go around quit. You know what I'm saying? I am dead. I am dead. Shout out to the kids, because the kids definitely are the future. The youth is definitely the future for sure. So the year is, you know, getting halfway done. We're moving into summer, then fall, then winter. So what else, you know, are we expecting from you this year? Performances. Performances, performances. Visuals? You dropping any oh, visuals? Oh, yeah. Visuals, too. Yep, yep. Because um, Ulysses, you know what I'm saying? Red, my bad. What you call it? He, uh, he got access to the studio. Then shout out to uh, my engineer, Julius Taylor. He going to be uh, mixing and mastering my shit. So okay, yeah. okay, I got some shit. Um, my daughter, I'm trying to the first one I want to come out with because I don't want to, I want to like set people up, come out nice, and then give them the hard shit. But then nice. I'll get mad and be like, fuck it, I'm finna come out hard. But I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I'll be like, I ain't finna come out hard because I don't want them to come at me so quick. So I'll be like, let me play it off. But anywho, I got this track for my daughter. Um, I wrote a, a song to my daughter to uh, just the two of us beat. And so um, I wrote a little freestyle because I got this idea to where I'm going to do. I got a whole lot of loose verses, meaning it's just, you know, like one verse that don't have, you know, no other verses, no hooks. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take them loose verses and whatever, whichever loose verse makes sense to an actual song, that's going to be the intro. Uh, so the music video will be like an intro, like maybe like a, like a cypher look. And then it'd be like a TV show. So, you know, a TV show has an intro and then you got the show. Right. So the the main song after the intro song would be like the uh it'd be like the show it'd be like the main the main theme of it all you know to bring it all together so that's my that's my idea to do music videos because it's such a story it Man, is I love stories yo it must is. be shot how how like as mad as as as, as much as people could feel how mad i am they'll be able to feel how wow he has so much compassion i agree they're gonna feel that passion for sure yeah. they're gonna feel that for sure I got beats that I wrapped on as 80s, 90s, 2000s. Um, then, like I say, I got my own beats now to where, oh, man, it's going to just shake. It's going to shake the, under, under, the underground up. The under, underworld, underground, all that shit is definitely going to be just shooking. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everything that you're doing. Just kind of seeing your growth and evolution, you know, into what you're doing now. It's very inspiring. Thank you. For sure. Very proud of you. Thank you. So definitely make sure you let me know about the shows you're doing this summer. Keep me updated, okay? Well, hopefully uh, I'll at the lake on Wednesday. Yeah, hopefully I'm able to make that it. That was your connect. Shout out to you. Oh, yeah, the can uh, do my homework. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, the cannabis blogger. Shout out to her, Yesenia. She's yeah, rocking. Yeah. Shout, shout out to her. And she does a lot of her. events. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to slide. It's 420 friendly, so I definitely need to right. pop my ass up. Sorry. I got a cold track. I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to perform with Rebel. Okay, we yes. One track together. Okay. And shout out to Rebel for that nice ass spoken word. Yeah, so if y'all fucking with that spoken word, which I know y'all is, y'all gonna definitely fuck with this track we got together. And then I'm gonna perform uh it's an Atlanta record, Yin Yang Twins. What's why you twerk? 
I guess I'm gonna debut it in Chicago. I wanted okay. to debut it in Atlanta, but I couldn't find the right the right spot to perform it at. Mm. And so, um, shit, the lake. What's the way you twerk? Yeah. And what I love about that song is it's called Talking Shit. That's what it's called. I, I named it Talking okay. Shit. And what you call it, um, so it's like the hook whistle while you twerk. I need a blunt that's filled with perp. Ain't that whole classy. It's like the great Gatsby, how this country works. I be telling niggas the hook, they be niggas who I thought didn't even know who Gre- what Greg Gatsby was. Yo, they be they was like, Well, what you know about that? And I'm like, for sure. So that shit gonna catch on. And then I got three verses where I'm just talking game. Okay. Game, yo, real talk. They'll be like, damn, damn, this nigga. A nigga who I met in Chicago at the fucking bus stop, one time he was like, I rapped to him, he was like, nigga, you downloaded Tupac's soul. <laughs> Damn. Tupac taught me how to do this, y'all. Like how Mike taught Kobe. Mm. That's why I love Kobe. Because Kobe used to go through the same shit I went through. When he first came out, he wanted people to know he was in, like, he loved Mike from the start. Like, I want to be the next Mike as soon as he came out. That's how it was with Pop. And Kobe was getting laughed at. He went through his share of, you know, air balls and not, you know, yeah. into that. And then next thing you know, he the closest thing to Mike. So I went through my share of, you know, just having to just keep believing. And now, you know, it's 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 inevitable. That's my word now. It means um, unavoidable, certain to happen. So, you know, it's inevitable, yo. It's inevitable. Yeah. Okay, but Magdalene see y'all. <laughs> definitely appreciate you sliding on shout out to everybody that tuned in you was dropping some real knowledge and people was fucking with that so i appreciate I you y'all. shout out to y'all shout out to my instagram followers i'll be forgetting they ass but i love y'all because they be showing mad love on instagram and to the niggas that be showing love on facebook who i can't see i love y'all niggas too. <laughs> um, i do have your ig scrolling but is there anywhere else you want people to tap in with you um nope <laughs> just ig it's IG. That's the world right there. Shout out to my mama. Yes, shout out to your mom. Right. My Uncle Rick. Shout out to Bones. Um, shit, who else? Red from FG. Rebel, True C. Yes, Robbie. okay. Definitely. That's all we got. Say That's all uh, we got. <laughs> No, I appreciate you, Elijah. You doing you doing amazing things. You know, you got a nice message behind what you're doing. So keep doing it. Lil Rob, you know who Lil Rob is? Lil Rob. Yo, little brother. Lil Rob, what up? See, now you know I call him man, man. I don't call him. For real? Man, man. <laughs> right. That's man. Why you just letting me call you Lil Rob? <laughs> Cause he a man now. Man, man. Don't let me know. Put my little brother on the spot. You man, man. man, man. Put my little brother on the spot. Man, man, yo. You know what I'm saying? He doing his thing. Yes. I'm fucking with him. Okay. He rapping. He young. You know, the young. And and him and uh, Red, they already have the mentality of fucking with niggas younger than them. True. We don't need the industry no more. As long as we keep fucking with each other. Facts. Big facts. Definitely make sure that y'all tap in. Like I said, I got his IG scrolling. Maybe you can come back on the show so yeah. we can have a you know a real conversation just about some other shit. Cause you you got a lot of shit that people need to hear. Yeah. Real talk. We're gonna make it happen. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in. Make sure y'all subscribe to Pillow Talk Podcast, streaming on all major platforms. As always, sending love and light to all of y'all, man. Peace out. Mm-hmm.